Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Brittany Griner released in a prisoner swap. Today my family is whole. The WNBA star back in U.S. custody. I'm glad to be able to say that Brittany's in good spirits. Surge in hospitalizations. We've never seen it this bad. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. And I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington with the CBS World News Roundup. I'm going to smell right now. (laughs) Sherelle Griner, wife of WNBA star Brittany Griner, on the news that she has been released from a Soviet-era penal colony following a prisoner swap today with Russia in the United Arab Emirates. Sherelle Griner joined President Biden at the White House to celebrate Brittany's release. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia held under intolerable circumstances. Griner was arrested in February for the cannabis oil found in her luggage. She was sentenced to nine years. To effect the swap for Griner, Mr. Biden ordered the release of convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Boot, who was sentenced to 25 years in a U.S. prison for conspiring to sell AK-47s that would have been used to kill American drug agents. The deal leaves behind retired Marine Paul Whelan, convicted in Russia of espionage charges that the U.S. calls false. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. Mr. Biden insists the Russians view Whelan's case differently and refuse to allow his release. This month marks Whelan's fourth year in Russian hands. His family calls the news of the one-for-one swap a public disappointment and a catastrophe for Paul. The president vows... We'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. The White House says Brittany Griner should be back in the U.S. within 24 hours. Steve? Well, Stephen, CBS's Margaret Brennan has more on what's next for the released American. Griner's first action, we expect, after these nine months of imprisonment, will be to soon undergo a medical evaluation. This is standard operating procedure. This is something that is expected to occur at a U.S. military base, and she will have to clear that before returning to the United States. Correspondent Catherine Herridge says there will be some fact-finding, too. This generally involves the intelligence agencies as well as law enforcement to understand every element of Brittany Griner's detention, also the conditions, and more specifically, whether the Russians sought to obtain intelligence or information. A triple threat of illnesses is putting millions of us at risk. COVID hospitalizations up more than 20% over the past week. Flu cases are spiking and cases of RSV are rising fast. CBS's Carter Evans. Here at the Mass General Hospital for Children in Boston, 
that pediatric ICU is at 100% capacity, and most of the patients here are on oxygen or ventilators. This past year has been unlike any other years in the past, uh, with RSV season starting much earlier. RSV, or respiratory syncytial virus, is surging along with the flu and COVID-19 infections nationwide. Megan's 10-week-old son, Jack, has been hospitalized with RSV for nearly a week after he began having trouble breathing. It's really scary as a parent to see that happening to your baby. It's the worst flu season in more than a decade, coming as COVID cases are again on the rise. The ER is inundated with cases and people are being hospitalized. In Los Angeles County, COVID cases have soared 75% in just the last week. The power is back on in Moore County, North Carolina after last weekend's gun attack at two substations. As CBS's Nicole Skanga tells us, the utility reports something similar nearly happened yesterday at an installation in South Carolina. The individual pulled up in a truck before opening fire using what appeared to be a long gun. Several Duke Energy employees witnessed the event. No one was injured. CBS News has learned of new online chatter from extremist groups advocating for power attacks in major cities. There's word lawyers for former President Trump found something in a Florida storage unit that will be of interest to federal investigators. CBS's Scott McFarland. Trump's lawyers have notified the FBI they found yet another set of potentially sensitive documents. This time inside a storage facility in West Palm Beach, Florida. The official confirms inside a sealed box there were two documents with classified markings that have been turned over to the FBI in the time since. The Justice Department is currently investigating Trump for possibly mishandling thousands of government records, including more than 300 documents marked classified found at his Mar-a-Lago resort. But this latest revelation is an indication that sensitive documents might have been held or might still be on site at other locations. Peru's vice president is now leading that country after the arrest of President Pedro Castillo, hours after he moved to try to dissolve Congress before a scheduled impeachment vote. Hundreds of journalists and other employees at the New York Times began a 24-hour walkout today. Newsroom employees and other members of the News Guild of New York say they're fed up with bargaining that has dragged on since their last contract expired in March 2021. The former number two man at Theranos has been sentenced to 13 years in prison for his role in the failed company's blood testing hoax. Ramesh Balwani's sentence is two years longer than the 11 years for founder and CEO Elizabeth Holmes. New twist in the Idaho College murder mystery. CBS's Matt Piper. The Moscow, Idaho Police Department says it's now looking for a white Hyundai Elantra from the year 2011, 12, or 13. But the department says it has an unknown license plate. Detectives believe whoever was inside the car may have critical information to share regarding the murders from November 13th. At the trial of a former Border Patrol agent accused of killing four sex workers, his attorney claimed he suffered post-traumatic stress from his time in the military. We put on the best case we can. And then we live with the results. Well, now 39-year-old Juan Ortiz, who confessed to the killings, has been convicted of capital murder. Jurors heard recordings of him telling investigators he was trying to clean up the streets in South Texas. He faces life in prison without parole. Texas is the latest state to ban TikTok from state-owned devices. Maryland and South Dakota, the others. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott citing security concerns about the Chinese-owned app. Concerns that have been expressed by FBI Director Chris Wray. They also have the ability to collect data through it on users. 
which can be used for traditional espionage operations. A pair of new lawsuits from Indiana claim TikTok has made false claims about the app's safety for children. AAA says the price of gasoline is now about where it was one year ago. It's actually a penny less with the nationwide average for a gallon of regular at 3.33. Power is everything when it comes to electric vehicles as we hear in the latest installment of our series. All 50 states have received final federal approval to start construction on a nationwide network of EV charging stations along interstate highways. How fast are things moving? Sylvia Garcia, director of the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity. We're putting out a request for information from charging suppliers to let us know kind of who's interested, what that looks like, then we'll start breaking ground. So it's over a five-year period. For charging stations to this point, Guidehouse Insights e-mobility analyst Sam Abula-Samet points out maintenance has been an issue. So has location. These usually have little or no signage, no lighting. Casey Boyce with Escalant Research stresses. Charge companies, those networks, and the utilities really need to be thinking about how do they make it feel safe. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. A man who helped kids learn through music and animation has died. George Newell was an ad executive when he came up with the idea to help kids learn through music. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. He co-created the musical Schoolhouse Rock. After expressing frustration, his young sons couldn't multiply but had no problem singing along with Jimi Hendrix and the Rolling Stones. The program ran on ABC from 1973 to 1984. It was revived in the 90s. George Newell was 88 years old and the last living founding member of the series. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Something new on TV today. Netflix is dropping the first three episodes of the series called Harry and Meghan. It's about the prince and his wife and their estrangement from Britain's royal family. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah, See, that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah, I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.